A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, you may want to hang on to something today, everything from an umbrella to maybe a handrail. We have got a winter weather advisory in effect for Fond du Lac, Green Lake, Marquette, Sheboygan, Adams, Juneau, Calumet, Manitowoc, Washera, Winnebago County this morning. We also have some special weather statements out for Lincoln, Marathon, Portage, Washera, and Wood County. So a lot of different things that are currently stirred up out there. Nakusa School District already calling off classes for today. Now, we've got precipitation moving across the state of Wisconsin. The catch is, what kind of precipitation do we have right now? What kind of precipitation can we expect later today? Temperatures are still going to be fairly moderate for our Wednesday. Daytime highs expected to be right around 44, but we've got a 90% chance of rain and wind influencing our day. Tomorrow, a few afternoon snow showers, 34 the expected high. Friday, back down to 30 degrees with a 30% chance of snow showers. The weekend looks pretty tame compared to what we have to muddle through in the next uh, 48 hours or so. Weather details coming up with our man Stu Muck. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Policy, policy, policy. You're going to hear it no matter what farm meeting you attend. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And a lot of discussion, although it may be a lame duck session in Washington, D.C., still a lot of discussion that's going on behind the scenes on everything from the 2023 Farm Bill right on through to state issues relative to Wisconsin agriculture. That was a big focal point during the Wisconsin Farmers Union 92nd Annual Convention. Jill, you were there and got a chance to catch up with Rick Adamski who has pivoted to be the government relations specialist for the Wisconsin Farmers Union. I got to believe that guy's not letting any grass grow under his feet. No, he's not, Pam. And I really learned a lot from him about the policies, and I learned how things worked, which I find fascinating. This is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. And like you said, I talked to Rick Adamski. He is the government relations director for the Wisconsin Farmers Union. And my first question was, what's on the agenda? And he had to really let me know that it's really guided by the membership. And I think that's so important these days. And we also talked more about those policies. And they are the main focus of the Farmers Union Farm and Rural Day Rural Policy Day on January 18th in Madison. Well, the agenda is often determined by our membership. And so that's why we're here this weekend to listen to the members. We have uh, had, we're in the middle of the process of listening to the policy. Uh, Policy proposals have come to our committee. We've sifted and winnowed uh, some of them. We are just getting started this afternoon. 
Uh, tomorrow morning will be the voting uh, that occurs on what are special orders of business, and those are the, the ones we put the highest priority on. And then uh, the rest of the policy book will be finished up tomorrow afternoon. What are some of those policies that are brought to your attention? All five that we had last year are being brought forth again this year. Two of them were modified, a couple of addendum uh, amendments that were added to them. And those five are uh, concentration of, uh, confronting the concentration in agriculture, preserving small and mid-sized family farms, dairy reform. We are Wisconsin, and we've been actively involved in the dairy revitalization plan. Uh, meat processing sector, we want that to be... Um, uh, reinforced and re reinvigorated, um, and then uh, farmers participating in uh, climate change action. And you did have a, another one brought forth this year. What is that one about? So the sixth one is uh, farmers engaged in uh, improving water quality for the state of Wisconsin so that our rural residents get most of their groundwater, most of their water from groundwater, and uh, trying to preserve the quality and quantity of groundwater across the state. That's the essence of that sixth special order that's been raised. Tomorrow morning, the delegates will be voting, and there'll be a ranked choice voting, so we'll pick the top four that will make it to the special orders. Now, Rick, you have not been at this position for really that long, at least not as long as Bob has been at his position. It's been in the vicinity of six months. What have you really seen? Well, I've learned a lot, and, and it was not a surprise to me that the staff is just outstanding. We've got a remarkable group to work with. Um, I've spent a lot of time trying to get connected with the administrative personnel, both especially at the state level and agencies that we'll be working with, the coalition members that we work with and advocate for policies, um, trying to uh, fine-tune the special orders and working with the membership to understand more precisely how to move forward with those special orders. Um, but the big test will be coming up next month in January when the legislature comes into session. Nothing has been established other than that uh, committees are being formed right now and their chairs are being formed. Uh, some will be similar as they were in the last session, uh, certainly with the same governor and with the, a similar makeup in the legislature. I'm not sure that we can expect the same. Um, it'll be interesting to see. There's, uh, at the end of this biennial budget, there is not a re-election for the governor because it's a four-year term. So is that gonna make a difference? I don't know. Uh, is the $6.6 .6 billion surp budget surplus going to make a difference? I don't know. Um, we've heard uh, the legislature saying that they wanna reform the tax policy and the governor wants to uh, uh, increase education spending, which is what he's always been advocating for. So um, will we be in the same loggerheads as in the past? Um, we'll be watching that closely to find out and give a direction from our membership. And we're here at the Wisconsin Farmers Union Convention. We had one in January, but this year we get two of them. Why was it moved up to the December time frame? We plan our conventions about three years ahead of time because convention bookings are that hard to get and we have to book that far ahead. Um, National Farmers Union has wanted to move their convention forward and we were one of the last state conventions when we were holding it in the end of January. So we've been encouraged to move forward and this was the year that we did that move. The other reason why we're moving forward is that we will now have our 
policy direction set by our membership and we'll be ready to go when the legislature is in session. So we'll be in place and we have a farm and rural lobby day scheduled for January 18th at the Capitol. So we'll be able to, uh, right at the beginning of the session, be able to participate and watch closely how to engage with that possibility. We've talked about your start. We've talked about a lot of events that are going to be happening in January. Let's take a look a little bit farther forward. What are you thinking are going to be some of the ideas and policies that are coming about? Well, certainly climate change is certainly um, with the COPS 27 that was held in Egypt last year, about a month ago. Um, uh, agriculture was front and center. And I think agriculture will continue to be front and center when it comes to climate change policy, but also water quality. And agriculture has been front and center, and it's a, a challenging position to be in. I anticipate, and I would hope for, the possibility to start working together where we can break down some of the barriers that we can work through and better understand each other rather than just uh, trying to win. Um, I think policy should be more about like a science where we explore and whatever we choose in our policy and legislation should be experimental and whatever we decide should be monitored closely so that we can determine if it's a good policy, move forward with it and reinforce it. If it's not so good, well then let's just reevaluate. So, and maybe we need more experiments. Maybe state level governments should be experimenting and then monitoring that. We're certainly all watching California with the low carbon fuel standard, and uh, will that be um, uh, the f course of the future? Certainly California has a huge presence because of their population. And um, will it be reevaluated? Um, but it's important that we monitor those things rather than just being disgusted and uh, saying, oh, that's all bad. I think we need to look carefully and work together. I think agriculture is at a cusp. We've seen uh, issues in the Netherlands where uh, the government is buying out livestock farms just to reduce the number of cattle in their country at the dismay of many of their uh, farmers. Um, in New Zealand, they are actually charging, they're, they're proposing, I think it's more than a proposal, I think it's a, a plan to start taxing um, on the methane emissions from livestock. So are those the future? Are we monitoring them? I, I think we definitely need to watch that and see what's happening. Um, and then also, not just the economic impact, but how is it really truly impacting the carbon? Are we capturing carbon? Are we restoring it into our soils, which I have a degree in soil science, so I'm an advocate for returning carbon to our soils, and we need to do more of that because it'll help so many things. But we need real rigorous science. We need to continue with experimenting uh, with all of the proposals, but let's not believe that just because we started it that we need to go forward, but careful monitoring. The Wisconsin Farmers Union is really a farmer-based organization. So how do they approach when they want to change a policy or change an issue? Well, we focus on issues and we work together with coalitions because our, our power is limited and we're aware of that. So we engage with um, 
parties and members and organizations that support the same policies that we do. So as our government relations team engages with the legislative body, we seek out organizations or individuals that support the same things that we support. And we differentiate on that because we believe that we should be engaging in all parties. Um, we engage with um, both parties at this time. Um, so as to be nonpartisan, um, our membership has deliberately chosen to be nonpartisan and that we are uh, advocates for issues. And um, I think sometimes our current political candidacy becomes too much of a celebrity status and we're not getting into the depth of the real substantial policy and um, so I think we would like to see more deliberate discussions. We engage with other organizations that ask uh, questions of the candidates that are similar about how it's affecting our individual members and if they we can try to best understand if those candidates truly are understanding or if they just know how to say the right thing working more in cooperation with other organizations? Cooperation is one of the three parts of our triangle, cooperation, education, and le legislation. So cooperation is definitely a, a significant part of our, it's in our DNA. And that was Rick Adamski, Government Relations for the Wisconsin Farmers Union. And I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. In the agricultural world, we have equipment to put the seed in the ground, take it all the way through its growing season, and put it in the bin. I would definitely recommend Ziegler. The equipment they sell and service is amazing. They care about you, they care about your businesses. They're there to help you, and that's their number one job. Whether you're a large farm, small farm, Ziegler has the equipment that's going to take care of you and fit your needs, and the support and people to back it up. Reliability is everything, so that's why I choose Ziegler. For agriculture equipment, ZieglerAg.com. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one -on -one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. When it comes to jewelry appraisals, get to know your Denny's jeweler. A number of different reasons a person will do appraisals. We just say bring in everything. It's so fun because it's like when somebody brings that stuff in and they're all excited, then they start thinking about it and where it came from, which is priceless. I'm Pete Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. While you spent a lot more time around your home the last couple of years, you may have noticed a few things you'd like to have spruced up. Sign up for W.E. Davies Handyman Membership, and they'll help you stay ahead of the maintenance and repairs with a professional result. Boycott putting things off. W.E. Davies & Sons Remodeling brings a fresh perspective to your building project. We're a local family business with services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. For stunning, transformative results, visit wedaviesremodeling.com. 
Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, we got all kinds of craziness happening out there, not just in Wisconsin, but really across the United States when it comes to weather. Time for our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Let's see if we can find the bullfrog this morning. Geez, now I start teasing about your voice. Now I'm losing mine. Uh-huh. There goes yours. Talk smart, CIR. <laughs> it's that. Honestly, I think about every other person I touch or am near has uh, something going on with their voice. We need you, though, this morning, buddy, because I'll tell you, we got craziness happening. Like I said, not just in Wisconsin, but really this storm system is raising cane everywhere. The whole central part of the U.S., absolutely. Everybody's affected by rain or snow excessive rain in the south and east storminess tornadoes developing and the like snow in minnesota western wisconsin a band of an inch or two of snow dropped this morning right along the mississippi from lacrosse to the twin cities right there you could have some slippery spots to get your day going almost everybody else dealing with rain and i have to talk about the winter weather advisory that goes in effect at 9 p.m tonight until 7 a.m tomorrow that includes most and folks in juno adams marquette green lake fond du lac sheboygan county washera winnebago as well and up toward jackson and there's a winter storm warning further than that that's a pretty good sign that as things are working out i expect snow and accumulating snow more than just an inch or so, to head toward north-central Wisconsin. There's going to be some more sizable activity there, and that certainly will be developing by later today or into the night. For a lot of us, it's rain that will then finally mix with or change to some snow, and we are indeed going to be talking about very windy conditions today into the day tomorrow as well. Temperatures, fortunately enough, still above normal. They get a lot colder here for the end of the week. I'll have more details right after this. So I do love to entertain during the holidays, and I'll tell you what, I start my shopping at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Their retail location, corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrone Road in Fitchburg, or open 24 hours a day, seven days a week online, BavariaSausage.com. Now, I'll tell you what, if you're just into putting out dip and chips for entertainment, I understand, but boy, if you want to take it up a notch, visit with Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. That charcuterie board that you're putting together will come alive with flavor. The old world flavor featured at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen in all of their meat. They've got all those aged cheeses that you want to feature, and I'll tell you what, great conversation starter and wonderful on the tongue, all the authentic old world German chocolates that are available only at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Come on, this holiday season, take it up a notch. Start shopping at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. I'm getting a tenth of an inch of rain south of Randolph. I appreciate that update this morning. I'm thinking that more rain is definitely going to be coming in. Our rainfall reporters should be busy. Oh, they'll be busy. Today, I've got 1,400s at Madison, 3,200s at La Crosse, and I saw Reedsburg right there in Sauk County, 6,200s of an inch. And we've got a lot more rain coming. Rain amounts today easily up in that half, closer to one-inch range for almost anybody. And then the snow that mixes in later tonight or into Thursday, and some snow that hangs on here late in the week could give us any of us an extra inch or two. Today, clouds, fog in the east and south, and showers generally going to be that way. Breezy about in the low 40s today. Southeast winds 10 to 20, gusts near 35 or more. Overnight, still cloudy. Rain that may mix with a little snow later on for almost anybody. Some fog in the east and south. 
Very low 30s down to freezing or just below. East winds 5 to 15 and gusty. Wednesday, cloudy skies. In most of the areas here, some rain first, then mixing with or changing to snow later on. Uh, temperatures not too much above freezing, 34. And by Friday, cloudy skies, a little snow shower activity around, probably around 30 or an upper 20. Southwest winds 5 to 15. So like the spec grant, Pam, we're talking rain amounts in that half to easy one inch range or a bit more. And then could be a little sloppy inch or two of snow before the week is out. All right. Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist with your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. In the field, the right partner can make all the difference. One that's dependable, straightforward, and is there when you need them. That's LG Seeds. From our hybrids and soybean varieties to our service and support, reliability is in everything we do. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer or visit lgseeds.com for more information. That squeal you're hearing while you come to a stop, that's your brakes crying for help. At Tom's Auto Center, we offer five-star brake repair on all makes and models. Stop by for a brake fluid and brake inspection. If your brakes are talking to you or screaming for help, we'll diagnose it and give you a written estimate. We want you to be able to trust your brakes. Tom's Auto Center. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. You're no stranger to hard work and eating right, but your abs are more like flaps. Carbon World Health offers Emsculpt, an FDA-approved treatment for men who want to transform their physique. One session is equivalent to 20,000 crunches without the painful recovery. Melt fat, build and tone muscle, then start getting the results you're looking for. Emsculpt at Carbon World Health. Learn more at carbonworldhealth.com. Trusting someone else enough to pack up your stuff for the big move usually doesn't happen. Our employees are like family and have been with us for a very long time. You can feel comfortable with them packing things up and moving them. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the all in the family move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. We're going where I've never gone before. Agricultural Wonders of Iceland. I'm Pam Yankee, inviting you to join us on our next agriculture adventure, March 11th through the 17th. Discover Iceland's best-known national treasures and indulge in its agricultural delights. We'll tour the Golden Circle Pack Geothermal Wonders and Majestic Waterfalls. We'll make a stop at the world-famous Blue Lagoon for a relaxing day at this natural spa. Part of our agricultural highlights include a stop at a historic sheep farm to enjoy a scrumptious lunch from ingredients produced right there on the farm in the surrounding areas and of course at night we'll search the night sky for the breathtaking aurora borealis visit holidayvacations.com keyword pam to learn more about this tour and watch a travel show or call 888-557-1020 for a free brochure that's 888-557-1020 for that brochure Rebath started decades ago by two gentlemen who created acrylic forms to cover existing bathtubs. Today, Rebath is a complete bath remodeling company. 
we replace existing fixtures and totally upgrade your bathroom. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. This looks like a car. Has tires, headlights, a hood, windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them too. There's a front seat, back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% .9 of the time, this would be a car. But it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Not only is William Thomas Custom Jewelry known for creating unique pieces, they're unique in their approach. They actually encourage you to shop around at other jewelry stores first. You'll quickly realize that William Thomas is no doubt your forever jewelry resource. Experience William Thomas Custom Jewelry. They'll help you create a one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear from day one. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. As the Brewers news busted out, have you processed the Milwaukee Brewers trade yet? And tell the fine folks, you know, what you tweeted out, like how it's hard to process this just in general. Well, I'm just so negative on the Brewers right now. My first instinct when they do anything is to make fun of it, even if it's good. Like the name for the restaurant came out yesterday and I'm just, I'm sitting at my desk, like my foot tapping, like, I, like I'm amped up on caffeine because I'm trying to think of as many jokes about why this sucks is possible why this is a dumb restaurant or you know this that or the other thing um and then this trade happened like an hour i think before my show last night and i had mostly prepped my show like i wanted to talk a lot about badger basketball and little packers and i didn't really know what to do with it because my first it's it's a good thing that it didn't break during my show because i just would have slammed it i i wouldn't have even thought about it i just would have complained about it but i think it's a good trade it, it was just difficult for me to process because this is the first thing that the brewers have done that i agree with and like it feels really good, doesn't it? Like, wow, Matt, yeah. Matt Arnold actually, like, you know, did something. And it's yeah, of yeah. quality. They still haven't <laughs> spent really money, money yet, but they did something. It's, yeah, he, he acquired a player that I've heard of before. Like, that's, that's <laughs> a first for this offseason, which I made me happy, yeah. So, uh, Grant, uh, you know, hot stove action, obviously, Brewers, we had to wait a little bit, get pitchers and catchers report, obviously, in February. How are we feeling about the vibe of the Brewers then? Uh, do you still think they're going to do something to keep up with the haves that are spending way more money than they are? No, I mean, no. <laughs> Brewers fans were celebrating yesterday. Like, and this is a good trade, good for the Brewers, but, like, the other teams have gotten so much better than the Brewers. The Cardinals have gotten much better this offseason. I still think the Cubs might have one more nice move in them, maybe for a shortstop. I, I think they're looking to add. The Mets got better. The Phillies got much better. And I like Contreras. It was a position of need, and it was a great trade for the Brewers. They didn't give up much. They gave up kind of excess in their farm system, and they got a couple great things back, including a back for the meat of their order. But if Contreras is on the Phillies, Ebo, he's hitting like seven. 
he's not hitting in the middle of the order for the Cardinals. So, yeah, this is a good ad for the Brewers. But in the grand scheme of things, like, uh, I don't know, the Brewers are down bad right now. This, this helps a little bit, but not much. Uh, Pete from Monona called in in the 6 o'clock hour, and he was like, you guys are you know, essentially we're suckers, getting fleeced, yada, yada, yada. So uh, I hope you get a nice little uh, Pete from Monona phone call and the Wisco Sports Show tonight, and hopefully then followed up by a Dave from Monona phone call. How is that rivalry all unfolding on the Wisco Sports Show? Uh, it's all quiet on the Western Front at ah. the moment, but that's the thing about this battle for Monona is it, it, it's a cold war in the sense that these two sides are always scheming and it very rarely bubbles up. But when it does bubble up, it can be it can be toxic, it can be dramatic, and it can it can be very 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 intense. Yeah, so well, I'm, I'm hoping it bubbles back. I got up. I got a Look good one this. on Friday with it. So, um, care to share? No. Uh, Oh, I'll tell you off there. I don't want to rehash it all. I was like, I want to talk about you, Grant Bills. I want to talk about that, you. That's fine. I, your your listeners are there to experience. Yeah, I'm I, want, the only I want to talk about to you in the yeah. Wisco Sports Show and your thoughts on this. So you're not a uh, counter siege and dunk the ball kind of guy, eh? You know, not not send a message to the Iowa Hawkeyes and also that Connor Siegen can dunk. Uh, you're a dribble it out kind of man, yes? I mean this in the best way possible, the <laughs> nicest way possible. <laughs> I, I love your guys' show in the morning yeah. and what you guys stand for. And I, I heard that little commercial you guys play. Their mantra, if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. I, I love what you guys and do. Here's the but. But, but. As, an, as an impartial observer, I do need to tell you that sometimes it leads to you just having poor sports takes. This is one of them. It, it's not an egregious take. Like it, It's a situation where a dunk is a, a good outcome. Dribbling it out and waiting to score is a good outcome. Taking a foul if it's a siege is a good outcome. I, I just... You guys are dying on this hill, and it's a very weird hill to die. It's on. a winner's You zone. can die there. That that's your right, and that's your show, and that fits what you guys do. But it, like, it, this is just very bizarre. This is incorrect. It's not egregious, but it is incorrect. Is this a smaller or larger hill than wanting both of your teams to uh, lose in the World Series and the uh, Super Bowl? I feel like that. I feel like that. I feel like you're misconstruing exactly what that conversation was like. That hill was large. That, that was a large hill. That was a hill worth dying on. We spent a whole month debating that. This is a dumb thing. Oh, really, it we, wasn't a debate. You know, it was just like a, a, an adult man punching at a kid. Like, it's in a stroller. It wasn't really a, a fight. And we are the adult men here. Like just well, punching guys, into a stroller. your show. That's true. That's Look, true. it's agent. It's easy going up to dunk it. Like you go up three, the very the worst thing that can happen is the game goes to double overtime, which it almost did. Which like that's that's not the worst outcome in the world. You force them to make a three. It's whatever. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Remember, we've got different advisories in effect depending on where you are in Wisconsin this morning. A lot of precipitation across the state of Wisconsin. And like I said, it's all about what temperature is at your location. 44 is the projected high for today. 90% chance of rain and wind influencing your commute or your activities. Tomorrow, uh, partly cloudy skies, 34 with a 50% chance of afternoon snow showers. On Friday, 30 degrees are expected high. And again, about a 30% chance of snow showers at times. I'm PM Yankee. So glad you're along with us on this, the 14th day of December. Got to remember to call my Yankee and wish her happy birthday. On this day, back in 1939, the USSR, formerly known as Russia, was expelled from the League of Nations. 
they were making aggressive demands of Finland, and that's what got them kicked out of the League of Nations. Isn't it funny how history, with regard to how Russia uh, looks at the world, seems to repeat itself, doesn't it? On this day in 2012, the Sandy Hook Elementary shooting took place. Uh, 20 kids that lost their life at Sandy Hook Elementary, as well as six adults. That happened, of course, in Newton, Connecticut. On this day in 1969, the Jackson 5 made their first appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. Back on this day, 1969. And on this day, back in 1974, the film The Towering Inferno was released. Starred Steve McQueen and Paul Newman. And boy, if you look at that now, the technological advancements they were using then to create that big flame, still pretty impressive today. And now you know. It's a Wednesday. That means it's time for us to catch up with our friends from the Steffes Group. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Of course, I'm talking about Ashley Hoon from the Steffes Group. Uh, you know, we were kind of talking about the holiday season, uh, end of the calendar year, and you were mentioning to me, Ashley, that interest and volume for used equipment, even looking at land, still at just a, a red-hot pace. And like we said, it's not just something that's confined to the online platform. No, it's really not. You know, we're seeing lots of crowds at our live auctions. And, you know, in a in day and age where a lot of people are just going to the online only for whatever reason, it's still fun to do a live auction. We love bringing our semi out to a live auction. And just in the last two weeks, and we can sit and talk about all these live auctions and the record prices that have been coming out of there. You know, we just had a 855C Cat Challenger go on a sale here last week. Um, you know, something that should have fallen into that 175, maybe 200 range. The bidding stopped at 245. Wow. And it just goes to show you the power of a live auction. Sold to two guys that were standing next to it. You know, live auction, here's your chance. You either take it or you don't. Go home empty, that kind of thing. You know, you can't recreate that on an online platform. That is for sure. I, You know, anybody that's been to an auction can attest. When you see somebody across the way that's raising a paddle or making that nod, uh, it gets the juices going. But but then again, you know, Ashley, the, the equipment that the Steffes Group brings to auction is generally something you've already evaluated, vetted. You know where the price should be going to. Then, like you said, that live auction uh, juice just kicks in. Yeah, that's right. You know, we always give our consigners what we think the total outcome is going to be at the end of the sale, and and it's been surpassing by 20 30% in some cases, and that, that's just a testament to how good things are in the market right now. Some of our consigners can't really believe it at the end. <laughs> they think we're pulling their leg or something, but no, that, that extra zero belongs there. It's, it's for real. Well, and that's a good point to bring up also. If people see some of these prices in different places, Steffes Group is really considered a benchmark for a lot of online reporters, uh, people that uh, are in the business talking about trends. They come to you guys first to find out what things are selling for. Yeah, they really do. And, you know, we get phone calls on a daily basis. Somebody's writing this article, that article. Since our app uh, was launched here a couple of years ago and is free, I mean, it's just a wealth of information. Whoever wants to do a deep dive, uh, you can create all kinds of things out of there, trends and, and where we're going, where we're going to pre be predicted here. But I don't think anybody really knows that at this mm -hmm. point. But 
things are good today. Right. You know, if you want to take a look at the top 10 items that sold by the Steffes Group in the month of November, easy to do. Go to steffesgroup.com, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. It's right there on the homepage. And I'm happy to report, to Ashley, that one of the top 10 was at the Spurley Dairy Farm Retirement Auction in Linden, Wisconsin. That excavator uh, blew the doors off. So it, it really doesn't matter what the geography is. There's buyers ready all over the place. Yeah, that's right. And keep in mind, you know, our buyers are not just from within 30, 40, 100 miles. It's nationwide and globally. Mm-hmm. I see two items, actually. I should have corrected myself. So like we said, uh, don't forget... Yeah. The Steffes Group's got a nice and growing presence right here in the state of Wisconsin. So if you'd like to catch up with their staff, all you need to do is call the home office, 800-726-8609. That's 800-726-8609. Jared Hitchens, happy to try to help you out. He's right here in Wisconsin. And like we said, it is never too early to start taking a look at what options you've got out there for 2023. The Steffes Group, ready to work with you online or face-to-face. Just check it out today. Steffesgroup.com, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com, or call them 800-726-8609. Ashley Hewn with the Steffes Group. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFinn Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. It'll be the first time for me. How about you? Join me on our Agricultural Wonders of Iceland tour, March 11th through the 17th. Discover Iceland's best-known national treasures, searching for the awe-inspiring northern lights, and enjoy a scrumptious lunch at a historic sheep farm. Visit HolidayVacations.com, keyword Pam, to learn more about this tour and watch a travel show. Or call 888-557-1020 for a free brochure. You know, agriculture, agribusiness is just like the rest of the economic sector. We're witnessing high retirements, low birth rates, people leaving the state, and Wisconsin's workforce as a whole is maxed out. So the Department of Workforce Development right now is trying to bring the non-traditional workforce into the labor market. So people like veterans, folks that were incarcerated, disabled, Amy Pahacek is the Department of Workforce Development Secretary, and she explains what their goal is. What we really need to do is focus on the individuals in the state who still want to work, but have had barriers to engaging with the workforce. That includes individuals who are leaving the Department of Corrections, individuals with a disability, folks who are veterans, and working with those who have barriers. Um, That includes lack of access to transportation, lack of access to childcare, affordable housing, or the proper skills training for the in-demand sector in our state. And so we have programs around all of those different opportunities. We've invested $158 million to removing those barriers, getting folks skilled, and making sure that we engage the emerging workforce in our state. That's Amy Pahacek. She is the state's secretary of Department of Workforce Development. So if you want to bring all these folks into the labor market, they're going to need to learn a new skill set probably need a little more education, and they're still going to need to be getting a paycheck. 
Pahacek says through the state's apprenticeship program, they can get all three. She said the program is hoping to attract people into areas where labor is especially tight. Several programs in agriculture are in play. Pahacek explains this apprenticeship opportunity. So at the Department of Workforce Development, we have over 200 different career pathways for the emerging workforce to come up and explore a variety of different occupations, including those in agriculture. It's sustainable farming, it's dairy grazers. There are so many different ways for youth to come into this occupation, have the learn while you earn model of apprenticeship where they're, you know, have classrooms on-the-job instruction, and they're earning a paycheck. So we have found that by advertising and promoting all of the wonderful opportunities in this industry has been really successful in increasing numbers and interest in agriculture. Amy Pahacek, she is the Secretary of the Department of Workforce Development, talking about what they're trying to do to increase the labor force, not just for agriculture, but for all of Wisconsin. If you want to hear more of that conversation with Amy Pahacek, Stephanie Hoff got a chance to visit with her one-on-one, and that story's up right now at MidwestFarmReport.com. What is not up this morning? Our markets. Currently in Chicago, March corn down about a nickel at 649. December new crop down three at 593. January beans are down a dime at 1469. November new crop down seven and a half at 1384. The wheat for March, that's down six and a half. 744. July new crop wheat, that's down six, currently 760 a bushel. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped a penny to 186. 40 pound block cheese, that went up a penny and a quarter to 207 and a quarter. Double A butter on Tuesday up seven to 277 a pound. Fluid milk's looking all right. January milk trading seven cents higher right now at 1932. February milk closed nine cents stronger at 1921 a hundredweight. Today is the UW Discovery Farms annual winter conference happening in Wisconsin Dells, but there was kind of a precursor to today's meeting that was held yesterday. It brought in producer watershed groups from all across the state to talk strategy. We're discussing that next with Carrie Mess. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. In the field, it's good to have a friend you can count on. One that's hardworking, trustworthy, and always shows up. Just like LG Seeds. Our corn hybrids and soybean varieties deliver consistent performance across all your acres, giving you reliable yield you can expect. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer or visit lgseeds.com for more information. You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Blake, who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, I appreciated the emailed estimate and text message communication about the repairs. Thanks, Blake. Schedule your appointment, tomsautocenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Sweeta Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. 
and Mary Suita. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Suita metal roof. S-W-I-T-A metalroofing.com. Suita metal roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Because of you, someone gets to go home instead of working a double. Because of you, call lights will be answered a little bit faster. Because you are the Bright Star in that facility. Bright Star Medical Staffing is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes providing the highest quality temporary staff means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. She's sweeter than a glass of chocolate milk and louder than a morning rooster. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Safe travels to all the folks that are headed to Wisconsin Dells today for the UW Discovery Farms Winter Conference. That's going to be held at the Wilderness Resort and their Glacier Canyon Convention Center. Our own Charity Seebecker will be there. Yesterday, they had another conference that was kind of a precursor to today's UW Discovery Farms Winter Conference. It was all about producer-led watersheds happening across the state of Wisconsin. Recently, the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection announced they would be awarding a million dollars in grant monies to these very same producer-led watershed programs. Terry Mess joins us this morning with some of the key points that are seemingly bringing success to these farmer-led groups. Farmer-led watershed groups are popping up all over Wisconsin. Passionate about both farming and conservation, the farmers leading the groups work directly with their neighbors and communities to encourage their peers to put more conservation practices into play on more acres. Recently, the Wisconsin Department of Ag awarded out over $1 million in grants to these groups. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess. Patricia Cicero is the director at the Land and Water Conservation Department in Jefferson County. She works closely with the Jefferson County Soil Builders, one of the groups that just received a $30,000 grant. She shares what the plans are for that money. There are a number of things that the farmers chose to do for their activities next year. The biggest is that they're funding cover crops. So there's two different kinds of cover cropping that they are funding. One is using multi-species in a mix after wheat. And then the other type of cost sharing is going to be just for any type of cover crops whenever you want to plant them. Also have a number of research projects and educational events planned as well. Can you tell me a little bit about those research projects? There are two different research projects. They're both having to do with optimizing nitrogen to both improve profitability and also mitigate environmental risk of uh, nitrogen leaching into groundwater. Can you speak a little bit more about, in general, these producer-led watershed groups and what they mean to our state's ag industry? Certainly. I think they're really a crucial part to the conservation work that is getting done throughout the state. You know, the, the money they get from the Department of Agriculture has really helped these groups become more effective. And also, So, I mean, just from our perspective, we can only do so much, and I think it's so important to have farmers talking to farmers about what they are trying on their own land, what's working, what's not, why, and, uh, you know, 
having this collaboration between all the farmers has been really instrumental in getting more conservation on the land. So I think that's really great, and I love what I'm seeing across the state. These producer-led conservation groups also have a little bit of a unique position where they are interacting more with the non-farming public. Are you seeing that as well? Definitely. One, when the Jefferson County soil builders were starting to form, there was also a lake group in Jefferson County called the Rock Lake Improvement Association, who was very interested in partnering with farmers and making sure they became part of this group, because they saw that as conservation practices get on the land, that's going to do more and more good for not only keeping soil on the fields and improving soil health, but also improving water quality. So definitely we've seen a lot of interest from water resource groups in Jefferson County and the general public because, you know, for so long there's been, you know, pointing of fingers here and there. But I think really these groups are showing that agriculture can make a difference and protect our water resources. So as more county groups kind of come together and watershed groups come together. Are you seeing the groups work on a larger scale? So one of the things I've seen happening in our area is that the different counties that have different soil groups have been communicating with each other. And when we have some of our field days in Jefferson County, we see farmers coming from neighboring counties and as far away as Racine County to come and see what we're doing in Jefferson County and vice versa. So I really think a lot of the education that's happening has been great. One of the ways we're going to try to get more public involvement next year is that there's an event in Jefferson County at Corth Park in Lake Mills called Brew With A View. Yeah, (laughs) And uh, a local brewery comes in and uh, serves beer and there's a band. But at that event next year in June 22nd, we're planning on having the Natural Resources Conservation Service there with their rainfall simulator and having simulating rain over different covers, (laughs) whether it be conventional farming, cover cropping, even lawn, um, to show what happens when rain falls on those different land covers and what infiltrates into the ground, what runs off, if something's running off, is it clean or is it carrying soil? So I think that'll be a really great activity that's planned next year to engage the public as well. That was Patricia Cicero from the Jefferson County Land and Water Conservation department sharing more about the farmer-led Jefferson County Soil Builders and their plans for the $30,000 grant they